get myself a Lincoln Got me plotting, got me plotting, got me thinking, got me thinking How can I come up and get myself a Lincoln? I'm a Continental, Cotton, Continental I'm a Continental, Cotton, Continental I'm a Continental, Cotton, Continental I'm a Hey, this is Tony Boss Bowling coming to you from the Lincoln Attic Podcast. Hey, hey, it's Jason ODB, a.k.a. the Lincoln Attic, coming at you with episode four. This episode, Lincoln Life, is brought to you by Devious Customs. Make sure you visit DeviousCustoms.com and order some of the awesome products that Jeff and the entire team continue to put out. Also, Colorado Custom Wheels, a.k.a. CC Cycle Wheels. Make sure you follow them on Instagram. Also, search Facebook, Colorado Custom, or CC Cycle Wheels. Make sure you give their page a like. They manufacture some of the best billet Lincoln-inspired wheels anywhere in the world. Colorado Custom Wheels, making America choose billet again. All right, so it's been Ah, man, almost, I hate to say it, last episode was October 22nd, totally slipping. I do plan in 2019 to get into a normal routine. This uh, podcast will, uh, right now the, the, the plan is for the issues to be bi-weekly, so two a month. Now, for anyone that uh, has come over from Our Lifestyle, the podcast, which I also co-host and produce. That one, we're doing about six per month. Uh, doing the math, we actually averaged just uh, about four and a half per month. So uh, for 2018, uh, it's a lot of fun doing it. And of course, pretty much every day, Tony and I are living the Lincoln life. So there's always a lot to talk about. The tough part is getting a chance to sit down and record and put together the thoughts. I also spend a good amount of time on the Lincoln Forum. So, you know, many of you out there that are listening, thank you very much from the Lincoln Forum. If you aren't on Lincoln Forum, make sure you go to uh, just, you know, type in lincolnforum.com, the lincolnforum.com, and uh, make sure you bookmark the page. It actually takes you over to the lincolnforum.net. Uh, you know, many people on there are, uh, you know, purists, and they have a lot of love for the Lincoln, so I totally respect that. It's also uh, really good there that Dan and some of the folks that help him, there is a section updating, modernizing, and customizing. So when you go into that uh, group, or, uh, you know, I should say that section, you can also click on customized member projects, which is like another folder within there. There's always pretty good talk uh, in that section, you know, whether it be wheels, valve covers, you know, different things. But what you know, really, what I hope to hope to do is, you know, to pick up where the Lincoln Forum continues uh, to uh, excel from a customizing standpoint and bring a lot of good facts, knowledge, information to everyone out there listening to Lincoln Attic podcast. The forum is great because you can document like a project, you can document what you're doing, and typically, with the exception of damn photo bucket, when they made the change, a lot of us had our photos there and we link over to them. 
now unless you're a paid member of Photo Bucket, you know, a lot of those links are, you know, quote unquote broken. What that means is uh, if you're in the LinkedIn forum, what I suggest is use Flickr. So uh, F-L-I-C-K-R.com. And the benefit there is when you upload your photos to Flickr, you can right-click on those photos and uh, get the the link, and then you can paste those into the LinkedIn forum. That way, uh, you know, with the LinkedIn forum, you're pretty much limited to the size of the photo. So some of the high-resolution uh, uh, photos, you know, they're going to be – it's going to be too big of a size, and then you can't uh, have it hosted on their site. But uh, with that being said – Really got a lot of good ideas for upcoming shows. Much more about that here in the next uh, few episodes. I'll talk before we end, you know, some of the upcoming guests. Now, you know, this episode is titled Lincoln Life. And uh, there's a homie, uh, Jesse, out there in California. He makes those really cool hats, Lincoln Life. And many of us will hashtag that uh, for those uh, savvy social media users out there on Instagram or Twitter and even YouTube now is picked up on hashtags. When someone does a hashtag, of course, they're kind of labeling whatever the photo is or whatever you're looking at, and that helps other people find those uh, type of things, right? So uh, Lincoln Life or Lincoln Continental, that's obviously going to bring up uh, you know cars from all over the world. And then also on Instagram, what's pretty kick-ass, many of you know this, you can actually follow a hashtag. So in the beginning, you would type in, uh, if you're on Instagram, the app, you would type in, for instance, uh, Lincoln Continental. And you could type, you know, uh, you could tap on tags, which would be specific uh, to that particular item. So it's not going to search for people. And then when you tap on Lincoln Continental, you can click follow. And uh, many of us are following these different hashtags. And what's really awesome there is, is then you know you kind of are notified in your feed as you're scrolling, and you get to see these different uh, tags all over the world. I've actually met a lot of people through just hashtags and uh, the love for Lincolns. But yeah, I got plenty of what I'll call Lincoln Life updates on each of these episodes going forward. And the first one I wanted to start with first annual Tampa Kennedy Cruise. So in the Lincoln Forum under miscellaneous, I had mentioned. Not too long ago that we were going to do a cruise. The cruise was really something I had been wanting to do for a few years, get some people together. It didn't have to specifically be Lincoln's, but that was the primary focus. We met at the Lincoln Center, which is over right off Kennedy. So perfect uh, fit right there. Boom. We met up. I don't know if it was like 10 or 11. Several of us met, uh, a couple of the homies came in from the area, including Tom from down south Florida, brought a 65 up. What we ended up doing is we cruised down Kennedy, we hit a cool, a couple cool spots, Tony and I, you know, kind of led the the cruise, we went over uh, to University of Tampa, there's a JFK statue there, and I think I may have mentioned some of this on the last episode, we just kind of made it a slow cruise. Obviously, there's traffic on a beautiful uh, Saturday afternoon. Then we decided to go ahead and head over to the Columbia. So we kind of cruised downtown, then over to Ebor, and then downtown Ebor, and boom, Columbia Restaurant. Now, Columbia Restaurant's one of the oldest restaurants in the state of Florida, technically. Really awesome food. If you've never been there, you got to check it out. 
So after, you know, between the where, where, when we started and when we made the truck over to Columbia, we took a lot of cool photos. So if you look at the what I call the cover art for this uh, or episode cover art for this episode, it was a cool photo that I took right down there in Tampa where there's what they call the Tampa postcard. And, you know, it says Tampa. I think it's a banner that hangs. And it's really cool artwork that's reminiscent of the old days uh, when you'd have postcards and you'd have the cool uh, imagery from whatever city you're in. But the Tampa postcard was a great backdrop for, you know, several, you know, maybe 20 minutes of photos that we took there. You know, Chris Dunn from Lincoln Land, uh, so many others came out, and we had a dang good time. I really enjoyed it. And then by the time we made it over to lunch, about 1.30, had a couple drinks, got some food, uh, chilled out. Everybody kind of talked for a while, and then everybody kind of dispersed from there. The good news is we are going to do it again next year for the second annual. We are going to promote it more. So, you know, we had about 10 people this year, give or take, and it was it was awesome. You know, it was small. We had a lot of people, man, were checking out the cars. It was great to cruise. You know, Tony ended up buying some American flags with some really good magnets on them. And, you, you know, you could stick those on the cars. And uh, whoever, the manufacturer, I think he got those on Amazon, they were awesome because they didn't move at all. Of course, they flapped. But uh, the magnet itself stayed totally put. But it was just a great, awesome day. So first annual uh, Tampa Kennedy Cruise. And if you check the hashtag, I believe it is Tampa Kennedy Cruise on Instagram. You'll see about 24 photos there. Like I said, great time. And uh, we'll be looking to really ramp up next year, 2019, as we do it again. Okay, next, I've had a good amount of people reach out to me on Instagram. If you ever need motor mounts redone, so you've got a 60s Lincoln, many of those motor mounts are shot, right? So the oil, all the different stuff over the years, the heat, uh, the weight of those humongous motors, big blocks, it just really deteriorates the rubber. So, you know, many of you, uh, there's a few guys out there that have some NOS ones. If you can get your hands on them, those are great. They are, um, you know, I wouldn't say too expensive, but obviously, you know, everything on a Lincoln is expensive. But if you're if you are in need of, uh, you know, getting yours redone, revulcanized, I think is what it's referred to as. Hit me up, let me know uh, on Instagram. You can uh, send me a direct message, or uh, from my Instagram feed there, you can click and you can email me directly. So. You click on email, and then it's going to uh, go ahead and have you email. It's uh, ourlifestylepodcast at gmail.com. So, yeah, hit me up. You can uh, email me, and uh, I'd be happy to help you out, get you the information, and uh, I can have you send those, and we can get those done for you. So uh, made some connections there. There's a few different vendors out there doing them. So, uh, like I said, hit me up. I know, I think the later year Lincolns are the ones that are really hard to get done So or find any product. A couple guys hit me up, I think, from uh, South America, and they're like, dude, I need some for such and such year, and they're just super hard to find. So, uh, you know, just keep that in mind. Uh, get a hold of me, again, through Instagram is easiest, or if you click on the link there in the Instagram profile where it says email, it'll actually flip over to my Our Lifestyle, the podcast email address. Okay, next, 
You know, Tony Boss Bowen and I, we always talk about on the rise, which is a spin from him, of course, being from the Chicago area and, you know, the whole da bears and everything was duh. So, uh, you know, that's our little thing that we always use. But water pumps are on the rise. And the spin there is you got to get with George over at Lincoln Land Incorporated. So Lincoln Land Inc., great people there, whether it be TC, George, Chris, all the crew, they have a, a really good price on getting those rebuilt. They're constantly sending out cores. Uh, as long as you have a core, uh, it's a pretty uh, reasonable price. They'll send those out. Uh, I forget who actually does them for them, but I picked mine up, and wow, totally impressed. Nice paint on it. Uh, everything was redone. I mean, the thing looks brand new. So I am super stoked with the quality of the product. Uh, if you are on Google or if you need their information, just uh, search Lincoln Land INC and you'll land on LincolnLandInc.com. So good people. Uh, support them. Chris Dunn and the whole team have been doing this stuff a long time. If you need parts, hit them up. Uh, good people there. Now, I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag, but on the next episode, we're going to talk a little bit about a, a uh, old school 58 Lincoln. So uh, a buddy of mine ended up picking this up. I'm going to let him break the news. Got a chance to ride in this thing tonight. I've, I've rode in it before, but wow, this car is amazing. I've always enjoyed and liked the roll-down back windows, and in that car, of course, it's called, I think, the Breezeway window. So over the years, a few manufacturers, uh, I think my buddy was telling me the other day that um, maybe Mercury had it in one of their cars. Of course, the Breezeway and the Lincolns in the 60s or 50s, I should say. And then you had like Honda Del Sol had it. You have now the Toyota Tundra. Uh, obviously, like the Forerunners and the K5 Blazers, they had those roll-down back windows in those as well. Uh, many of the wagons did. And then there was a company, CR Lawrence, that was making the roll-down kits for the C10 pickups, which is a super, super rare thing to find. But I've always enjoyed it uh, because, man, it's like you roll that window down, you got your windows down, whether you got a crew cab or single cab, and you just roll out. And on a Lincoln, totally badass, especially when it's cool out. So got a chance to ride in that thing. Looking forward to bringing some videos to everyone and uh, some more content. We primarily deal with the 60s Lincolns here because that's what we love. But, uh, of course, Lincoln has a vast history, and we'll be talking about uh, more of that. Uh, speaking of that, you know, you got Lincoln, the motor company out there, and they have been hinting hard at bringing back uh, suicide doors. So if you um, are on Instagram, if you're not, just download it on your Android or iPhone. You're going to hear me refer to that a lot. And back on, I don't know, maybe three days ago, so around the 13th, 14th, they had a cryptic uh, post about uh, making a statement without a word. Center opening doors elevated the Lincoln Continental of the mid-60s uh, to the pinnacle of mid Century style, a car driven by the likes, of course, of Pablo Picasso. So, th you know, there's been these different hints. Uh, you you have a couple different uh, websites out there. I think I talked to a guy earlier that even said it had been making the news that they were going to bring back the suicide doors. 
you know uh, people are kind of feeding for that when it's making the, the evening news. So we'll see what's to come. I know Jim Ayers out there in uh, California, he had recently on his Instagram, you can follow him, it's A-Y-R-E-S, Jim, J-I-M. Uh, he had commented on one of the posts that I made and said something about they were planning, let's see, 60? He said yes, but limited to 80 special editions. And uh, I mentioned, you know, good information there. So, you know, I, I, I'm kind of curious. I know what the laws have changed a lot over times. And, you know, some people said, well, you know, of course you could have suicide doors because you've got, you know, these a lot of the trucks before they all started going crew cab. You had the extended cab that opened backwards. We'll have to see what happens. But, you know, just uh, know that we'll bring the news to you here as soon as we have more intel on it. Now, today, the same day I'm recording this, I did get an opportunity to visit and meet Jim Wallace. So for the Lincoln people out there, you guys know the name. Jim Wallace Interiors are really the best in the world when it comes to that original style. And if you are ever looking for uh, interior for your Lincoln Continental, there's only one guy you want to go to, and that's uh, the you know Jim Wallace. So you want to bookmark this page. Um, the thing I'll tell everyone, I use Safari browser you know, on my Mac. It's super simple to make folders. I have a Lincoln folder, and then I have a bunch of subfolders, whether it be Lincoln picks, write-ups, miscellaneous info, parts, of course, interior. And when you bookmark a page, you can actually, when you go to bookmarks, add bookmark, there's a description there. So a lot of these different sites, they don't always describe in their settings what their website is. Like if I tried to bookmark his now, it says 1960s Lincolns. Well, in the description, I can go in there and type in interior, so on and so forth, right? You get the idea. But if you go, I'll have to post it. His is like a Google site. So it's like sites.google.com slash site slash 1960s with an S, Lincoln's with an S. So I'll make sure that that's posted out there. You can get a hold of uh, Jim. His email address is 60s, that's 60s, Lincoln's with an S, at gmail.com. His interior kits are amazing. I had an opportunity, as I mentioned, this is the second time I got a chance to go to his place. The last time he wasn't there. So, you know, he had made a deal with a guy that's been building this car for a while that he was going to do the installation and the interior uh, panels as well. So he's kind of trying to retire, you know, and mostly do the kits. So he doesn't install as much as he used to. But he had a deal with this guy, and he kind of upheld um, his end of the bargain. And we, I actually brought the car up there today with my friends. He showed me a shop, and wow. I mean, this guy really is passionate about what he does. He's been doing this stuff a long, long time. And I really look forward to having him, hopefully, as a future guest on the podcast. I mentioned it to him, and you could just tell that, I mean, he really knows his stuff. He has a lot of old uh, literature different books that show the materials that uh, Detroit was using year over year. And overall, he's kind of pretty much a one-man show. He does have a guy, he said, that kind of helps him a little bit. But I got a lot of respect for him. 
Uh, Tony Boss Bolin has bought a couple of tops from him. The tops are very reasonably priced. And you can also find him on eBay. So uh, his tops with the wiring and everything, it's I think it's around like a uh, you know a thousand to eleven hundred, but uh, it's a lot better than the other company out there that's selling the tops for like four hundred and you know ninety dollars. So his tops are on point, and he makes the trunk panels, uh, the trunk liners, things like that, the seat kits, the carpet. You know his have the the pad that's sewn into them. So, you know, for a lot of these concourse restorations or just, you know, average, you know, fans of these cars, if you've got uh, the money saved up, you know, you definitely want to go with an awesome interior like Jim Wallace's. Um, If you haven't started saving, make sure you do it because it really, really, really does pay off. Uh, He's got the tack strip sets. He's got the different uh, bow pad sets and so on and so forth. Uh, the, The dyed heel pads. So, I mean, just so many different pieces. He can take care of any needs that you have in terms of these Lincoln interiors. He knows it all. So uh, make sure you hit up Jim Wallace, good dude. Now, speaking of interior, my buddy Tony, he has a coupe that may that may come up for sale soon. The coupe runs awesome. He's done a lot of nice, good restoration work under the hood. The, the motor looks fantastic in this car. Really, all the car needs is a paint job. And he also has a new vinyl top for it already. That car, he took the interior uh, to a local guy. And the guy finished the rear seat. Front seat, still to be done. Car's been sitting a little bit. And we're like, dude, he took one of the bucket seats that I have, threw that thing in there, and we were out cruising that thing around. So uh, what I would say is, man, the cars are fun, even if they're two doors. The coupes, uh, we always talk about coupes on the rise. Our buddy Robbie's got uh, the only uh, coupe that we know of in the world that has suicide doors that he did himself, and uh, he did a darn good job on them. But on Tony's coupe, his really is a fun car to drive. Uh, the car's really pretty much complete, except for that front seat he needs to get done. And then, like I said, the paint job on it. But if you are in the market for a coupe, I think he's got a couple people that are interested. He already told me, one guy that's already bought another car from him. So it may be off the market. But, uh, man, if you want a fun car that's not a four-door, look up the Lincoln Coupes. They are uh, the stuff. And you can kind of get them out there at a reasonable price. But Tony's is really in tip-top shape. So uh, I can't wait to ride in that thing a little bit more, hopefully over the next uh, few months if you know before he sells it. Okay, so... Those are some of the updates from a Lincoln Life Update standpoint. The next thing I wanted to share is, hey, if you need restoration work, if you need window switches rebuilt, if you need carburetor work, maybe you've got an original AC box, they call them the, uh, I think they call them the, the, the suitcase, uh, hit me up. Uh, Blair Farmer does a great job. He's in Clearwater, and uh, he can take care of your needs if you hit me up. I will do my best to get something scheduled for a repair. And uh, Blair's a great guy. Uh, he's very knowledgeable. And even if you want to ship a car in, uh, you know, we'd have to get it scheduled. But uh, whether you want to have the motor pulled to have work done on it, uh, you need the top fixed or repaired. He's got, um, you know, all the right vendors that he deals with. They can take care of those needs. And, uh, you know, we'll get you back going. So uh, Lincoln Continental Services, Blair Farmer, good dude. Uh, hit me up with the email information I shared earlier, or you can send me a direct message on Instagram. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. So 
another topic that I'm going to cover on each of these episodes is Lincolns in the movies. So I regularly will go out and search for different movies that Lincolns appeared in, right? So they appeared in everything from, I think, Mr. Ed to the Beverly Hillbillies, obviously uh, you know, TV shows from the 50s and 60s, all the way up to current movies and TV shows like The Entourage, right? That was on HBO. There is a cult classic movie, The Wildlife, from 1984. Now, it featured Eric Stoltz and Leah Thompson, Yes, before they were in Back to the Future together. Uh, for you Back to the Future fans, you guys already know this. Eric Stoltz was cast as Marty McFly. And then he was fired uh, after filming started because they just didn't like the comedic factor. He just It wasn't working out. But before Back to the Future, they starred in a movie called The Wildlife. And I remember seeing this a long time ago. The uh, poster... Features, as someone mentioned, right, it's a convertible slash roadster Lincoln. So what caught my eye was it's a it's a bluish color, at least in the artwork. And, you know, you can tell by looking at it that it looks like a convertible. Then you're like, wait a minute, they cut the roof off. So the car also does appear in the movie. I believe it's a 68. And uh, the I posted on Instagram, the Wildlife released in 84 featured a blue Lincoln Continental convertible technically it wasn't a convertible but you get the idea on the cover artwork the director producer art linson he was fresh off fast times at ridgemont high for you 80s fans out there uh features as i mentioned leah thompson eric stoltz and uh you know we do all of all of our fun hashtags there but uh pretty cool to see a lincoln not only on the the album artwork for the lp or the you know the vinyl i should say but also on, you know, it appears in the movie, and then it's also on the artwork. So uh, pretty cool stuff there. Uh, Vintage 80s all the way, that's for sure. But each episode, I'll try to maybe bring up a movie, one of my favorites, or something that I've stumbled upon, whether it be, you know, the movie poster, maybe just a primary car, or something in the background. I've got a a bunch I could talk about, but I'm going to try to do one at a time, you know what I mean? All right, next can't end Lincoln Attic podcast without talking about Smuggler's Blues. So if you know me, I've loved Lincoln since I was pretty young. My birthday, right around the time that JFK was assassinated, grew up watching these different documentaries, seeing him in this car. Wow, what kind of car is that? Love the car. You know, fast forward to around 1989, see the cult classic Gleaming the Cube, the skateboard movie. Yes, Tony Hawk's in that, Christian Slater. There's this big black Lincoln. I'm like, what the hell is this? 65, of course, convertible. Always said when I was younger I was going to own one of these cars. In 2009, I ended up buying a 60 or uh, obtaining a 67 sedan, which was pretty, I mean, it was pretty solid, all things considered. I tore the thing totally apart. You know, it's going to be a total resto mod. I've been working on it for a while. Really got serious in 2012. So, you know, you're thinking, man, that was six years ago. Yep. You know, worked on it off and on. Kind of became on the back burner. Just let things in life get in the way. Really want to rechrome the bumpers, do all this stuff, yada, yada, yada. So, it'll eventually get done. That's my project JFK Ride. My dad, my late father named that car JFK Ride. You know, I love JFK. 
And, you know, he goes, man, you should get the tag JFK ride. So there's that, right? Well, Smuggler's Blues comes along about a year ago. I picked it up. And, you know, Tony and I worked a lot on the car over the year, redoing the fuel system, the brake system, so on and so forth. Got the thing drivable. So, you know, cruised it around pretty much locally. Uh, started work on the top. Pretty much top needs an overhaul, needs a pump, needs lines, rams, everything. Going to get a whole new kit, right? Well, then the car was overheating a little bit. So I'm like, well, let me put – it didn't have a clutch fan on it. I'm like, let me put a clutch fan on. Well, can't do that. As I mentioned earlier, damn motor mounts on these things will go bad over time. So the fan was hitting the fan shroud. So it's like, what do you do? Well, anybody that knows these cars knows you got to do the timing setup on them because that old composite, whatever hell material they used, is straight garbage. Leads to more problems. So I'm going, you know, like my buddy Blair said, he's like, look, car's 55 years old. You might as well just do it all at once. And it's easier said than done because, you know, one thing leads to another. So within a day and a half, I talked about it recently, get the motor pretty much all unbolted. On a rainy day, I pull the motor myself. Pretty much all I had to do is jack the thing up, pull it out, crazy rainstorm, whatever. So finally get it out. This is where we're at right now. Took the motor, as I mentioned recently, over to Boss Bowling Industries is what I call it, Tony's place. And uh, him and his pops are going to rebuild the motor. So it's kind of going slow go because he's super busy right now with the truck stuff. Uh, you know, with the 18-wheelers and all those jobs. So it's like, hey, no big deal. I pretty much have all the parts lined up except for when he takes the heads off and he looks at the cylinder walls, and he'll get a, a bird's-eye view of, look, what do we really need to do, why this thing's out. So that thing's going to be nice, clean, all redone, all rebuilt, top-notch. In the meantime, you know, of course, that's one aspect of the car, right, in terms of the motor. I do plan to move on. I've obviously, got to do the top. Uh, there's other things I'm going to do on the car, but right now, everything is engine bay. So, I cleaned the engine bay like no tomorrow. I uh, did some of the POR15, which is uh, stands for paint over rust. There wasn't a lot of rust, really, but that POR15 really seals stuff up, like the engine cradle. So, what I did is I spent several hours over a few days cleaning the heck out of the engine bay i mean just caked on of just grease grit grime clean it all up and what do you know thing looks fantastic there was a little bit of surface rust right there on the battery tray but all things considered i've seen battery trays way worse so pretty much right now when the motor's out of those things you don't have a lot to paint you know you've got both of the aprons on each side the firewall is pretty much all the AC on the left and then you know the AC in the middle. Then you're steering stuff over on the right. You don't even really see the firewall, at least the top half. So I'm kind of debating, am I going to go all out and just paint the engine bay or kind of leave it the way I ended up cleaning it up uh, with a little bit of the black POR15. So we'll see where that goes. I mentioned the water pump came in. It looks fantastic, thanks to Lincoln Land Incorporated. The rear bumper, so when I got the car, the bumper ends were not on it. And in the photo, the bumper wasn't on the car. So when I got to Michigan, where the car was at, I immediately was like, hey, where's the bumper? 
Well, the bumper was sitting in the garage, and originally I thought the bumper ends were in the back of the car or in the back seat. Well, they weren't. Those were the inserts for the bumper itself on the 6465s. So what I ended up doing was I had kept in contact with the people that I bought it from thinking, hey, he probably took the bumper ends and sent them somewhere to get chromed, never got them back or whatever. They couldn't find them. So what I ended up doing was I've kind of put together um, a, a list of parts that I needed. And I stole a bumper from another parts car that we had. Well, the bumper had been tapped. And it has this kind of like nasty ding in the back. And you can just see it. It's just not right. And the bumper ends. One of them's kind of rusted out. Yada, yada, yada. So what I ended up doing was at the Turkey Rod Run, which is in Daytona, around uh, obviously Thanksgiving weekend, I ended up taking the bumper that I got with the 64, uh, one bumper end, which was the driver's side that I had purchased, the bumperettes, right, the middle pieces, and then I think that was it. I took all that stuff, carried that stuff in from the parking lot. That damn bumper is heavy. Uh, the wife helped carry a little bag that had the bumperettes and the one bumper end. And we got it over to advanced plating. So for anyone that doesn't know, advanced plating is really the best in the country. They did some parts for me years ago that still look fantastic on another vehicle I built. And they recently went through a fire, a bad situation. If you guys follow the hot rod industry and whatnot, you guys may have seen or heard that advanced plating uh, had you know a huge fire. They're moving to a new facility. So the guy was like, hey, man. It's going to be six to eight months. I go, no problem. I knew that it was going to be probably three to six months. And I asked him when he was writing up the ticket, is it really going to be six to eight months? And he said, yeah, it is. So um, mid next year, I expect to get a call to say, hey, your other remaining balance is due. We're shipping your stuff out. I'll be super stoked. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to build out a new bumper. I was missing the passenger... Um, uh, the the passenger end, bumper end. Uh, I had a couple, one's rusted really bad. I almost had my hands on another really nice one, and the price kind of went up higher than I thought that it was going to go for. Well, I ended up looking out, thanks to Mario over at Lincoln Boys. Make sure you're following them on Instagram. Type in Lincoln Boys, B-O-Y-S. Good people. Uh, Mario basically took care of me. He had one in stock that was already re-chromed. I looked at the photos. He was very upfront about, you know, a couple little minor imperfections. Totally okay with it. And it saved me because advanced plating, obviously best in the country, best anywhere in my opinion. The prices aren't cheap. But, hey, I'm going to do it right. The rear bumper is going to look good. So that's going to kind of come together, obviously not until like mid-next year. So uh, looking forward to that. Also, I have been picking up miscellaneous parts from Tony Boss Bolin. So you guys know he has a plethora of parts cars. If you need parts, you can hit him up. However, right now his main business is super busy because of the holidays, which is uh, you know his FedEx routes. So you know if you hit him up, don't feel bad if he doesn't get right back to you. He's pretty much told some of his good customers, look. I'm not going to have anything for you in terms of time until January. But I was able to get uh, some parts from him uh, before it got too crazy. 
um, including a bell housing for my uh, car. I kind of had messed it up a little bit pulling the motor out. So, you know, really going to get a lot of that stuff powder coated or sandblasted and powder coated. It's going to look really good. It's going to look really um, clean. And that's really what I'm going for on the car. As I mentioned, I'm debating on painting the engine bay going all out. So that's going to be a decision I'll make in the next few weeks. And really, um, I need to look at uh, the top. So once I get all of the the, you know, the, the pump redone, you know, not redone, but once I get the whole kit for the top, right, that's going to be all the mechanical stuff. Well, then I need to get the Jim Wallace, uh, the, the kit for the fabric. And then that, you know, usually if you're going to go that far, you're going to get the new wiring that plugs in that goes through the top and then a few other miscellaneous things. But I'm really looking forward here in the next few months, really, let's say the first quarter of the year, to start getting this thing together, really enjoying it for springtime and then into the summer. I've got to rebuild the air conditioning system. I really want to make sure it works really good. Obviously, with the convertible, it's like, hey, big deal. It is an AC convertible car. But, man, it gets hot as hell in Florida. And if you listen to episode one with Jeff Davey from Devious Customs, you know that you know it's, the, the verts are fun. They are. But it gets hot, and it's, it is kind of nice. If it starts raining, you can put the top up, and then boom, you turn the air conditioner on. So, you know, those are the type of things that are on the list. But I've learned there's no reason to go pulling everything apart on this car. It's one thing at a time, and uh, it'll all come together. So uh, that's kind of uh, the updates for Project Smuggler's Blues. If you want more information on that project, uh, search on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, the hashtag, the pound sign, right? And then uh, Project Smugglers, S-M-U-G-G-L-E-R-S with an S, Blues. Project Smugglers Blues. I'm also reaching out to some different companies, putting together some different deals, hopefully for next year. So looking forward to uh, really getting this thing going into 2019. All right, so let's round this episode out with Lincoln's for Sale. So there's two that I want to talk about. If you are in the market for a real high-end, nice, awesome Lincoln, uh, there's a gentleman by the name of Matt Kaysen. So he's on Instagram. It's the Matt M A T T Kaysen C A S O N. And uh, Matt, last I knew, it was still on the market. Has a beautiful, uh, customized, of course, convertible. Uh, it's laid out, air suspension. Really, really nice overall. Um, I really dig the car. He's taken it to uh, Turkey Rod Run a couple years, taken it to Slam Fest. You know, it's a customized vehicle. Uh, it's a 63, if I remember correctly. And, uh, you know, hit him up. I believe it has a Colorado Custom steering wheel in it. And uh, that's awesome because Michael and the whole team over at CC Cycle Wheels are great people. The car is awesome. Uh, I know he loves cruising the thing, and I think he's just ready to move on to another project. So, that's number one that's for sale. Number two, I posted this on my Instagram account for Lincoln Addict in the past. If you really are in the market for a convertible, we have one for sale. So my friend Blair Farmer has a 62 that's going to need a semi-restoration to it. So it has the motor, has the transmission, the top is all there except for the fabric. It's going to need carpet. It's going to need to be cleaned up. 
It's going to need someone that uh, really wants to give it some TLC. But here's the win. It's a California car. It came from Cali, and everything's there to build out a really, really, really nice car that can be worth a lot of money. Now, this car, like I said, uh, we're going to be picking it up and moving it to Blair's shop soon. And we're really going to get on it, dropping the motor back in, getting it running, so on and so forth. But if you were serious about buying a Lincoln, uh, the factory color, I don't know the exact name off the top of my head, but it's kind of like the, um, I'd say like a sea green type, you know, that, that 60s type color. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of it off my head. If you look at Jim Ayers um, on Instagram, I gave out his information earlier. It's almost, in my mind, it's that color. So Jim, A-Y-R-E-S. Whatever that color is, right? So I'll I'll think of it later. I'll look it up. But it's that color. It's a 62. It's an awesome car. Uh, The biggest thing about these cars, you guys know, is the rust. And being that it's a California car, and the whole time it's been in Florida, it's been indoors in a nice kind of climate-controlled facility. So you don't have to worry about rust. That's your biggest enemy there. And the car could really, really, really be a nice um, uh, investment. So, you know, hit me up. Gave out my information earlier. Hit me on DM. Or you can uh, email me there from Instagram. If you're serious. Now, the price isn't going to be, you know, it's, it's not going to be like a Mecham Auto Auction price. I mean, it's a fair price for what you're getting. But it's not going to be given away. Uh, it is a little bit negotiable from what I understand. But not very much. You know, the price is what the price is. So, I'll get you in contact with Blair, or I'll get you the information. And, uh, hey, you know what we always say, verts on the rise. Who doesn't want a convertible? This might be your chance to get in with a good deal. So, with that being said, uh, I appreciate everyone tuning in. You know, there's a lot of good comments out there. Uh, You know, some of my friends and and kind of uh, colleagues in the scene, the truck scene, that have kind of... Uh, you know, followed me over here for this passion that I have with the with the Lincolns. Um, what I would say is, if you are an iPhone user, and or you use Mac, uh, you can go on iTunes on the computer, click the drop down arrow where it says Podcasts, and then you can search Lincoln Addict. Uh, you can easily leave a review right there, and I want to say review wise. There's only probably one, to be honest with you. The, the, the good guy out there in Texas, Mark Clemens, man, he always supports uh, you know, what I do, so I appreciate him, man. I really do. Uh, if you are on the iPhone, it's not difficult, but if you're listening to Lincoln Addict, I think what you got to do is you just you click on at the bottom library, and then it's going to bring up any of the podcasts that you follow, hopefully our lifestyle of the podcast and Lincoln Addict. And uh, go to shows, and when you tap on Lincoln Addict, you're going to see now four episodes, and scroll down a little bit, and there's going to be where it's going to say tap to rate. Hopefully, you'll rate us a five star. When you do that, you can actually scroll down just a little bit more, and you can tap on write a review. If you do that, it helps me out because it helps other people find this awesome podcast. I'd like to think it's awesome. So... Uh, with that being said, make sure you visit Devious Customs. Jeff and team, awesome people over there. He just announced, we're going to get him back on soon, he just announced some new products that he's going to be machining 
including stuff that the purists would like as well in terms of um, you know updating some of the older pieces of your dash. Also, CC Cycle Wheels. Make sure you tell Michael and the team that you heard about them on Leakin' Attic Podcast. They also will uh, do one-off work as well. It costs some money, but if you've got a wheel that you're looking to, um, to resemble with your vision, you can hit them up, and uh, they'll make it happen. They're really good people. So uh, with that being said, you guys enjoy the next few weeks. Probably won't hit you before Christmas with another episode. And if I don't, uh, you guys enjoy the time with your friends and family, loved ones. I mean, that's that's super important. And uh, just remember here at Lincoln Attic Podcast, we live the Lincoln life and we'll bring you some good exclusive information going forward. Uh, we do hope to have Kelly and Urban from Old Lincoln Parts, good people there. Uh, Blair Farmer, I've talked a lot about him. John Cashman, great guy. He's willing to come on. Uh, Jim Wallace, hey, talk to him, met him today. Big guest from Motor Trend, used to be called Velocity. Uh, hopefully, we can nail that down. Really good guy, don't want to share his name yet, but uh, that's going to be on the rise soon. And then lastly, there's there's a good bit of LCOC, Lincoln Continental Owners Club, uh, good folks out there that I'd love to have on. I've, I've met some of them, talked with them online. So we've got a lot more in store with Lincoln Addict Podcast. You guys enjoy uh, the next few weeks, the rest of 2018. We'll hit you guys in 2019. Appreciate y'all. Peace. Whatever is mine